Welcome everyone for a new episode of Self Love Talk Show where me, your host, Elisa Canali, I interview and meet with amazing, successful women in business and we talk together about their journey to success and also what does it mean self-love for them in their life and in their businesses and how do they use self-love also to helping their clients. So today I'm very excited because I have with me Melissa Mejilla Morales and she's an holistic health practitioner. Welcome Melissa. Hello, I'm so excited to be here. How are you today? I am doing great. I am doing amazing. It's the sun, the sun is shining over at um, Boston, Massachusetts, so it feels really good. <laughs> awesome. So Melissa, tell us a little bit about your journey, your story, how you become uh, an entrepreneur. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, uh, well, mm -hmm. I started in this journey a couple years ago. So it all started in my own journey as a someone that wanted to lose weight, right? So I was a little girl and I was made fun of a lot. I was bullied a lot. And it was like, I did it a lot for other people. So I wanted to look better. I wanted to feel better because other people were making fun of me. And that was how I felt for a long time, right? So I felt like it was the need of having to lose weight and feel better but not just for myself but for other people so I could feel finally validated by other people and that was like that for a long long time um, as I got older I started really noticing how I was doing things for other people but not for myself and that is where I started really kind of trying to dive in deeply into my own mindset and my own like journey of self-love and and confidence and trying to figure out what's going on here why do i need to feel validated by others or loved by others um why was i why was i needed that what, or where would i need that and why would i need that so i kind of really dive deep into that so then that's how i became a trainer a personal trainer because i started wanting to really help women kind of find themselves too like I have had found myself in fitness and for a long time I felt like that was the only thing that I wanted to do like do just the personal training but then I started really noticing that it's just not about personal training we also had to do nutrition so you could better your relationship with food so you could better your relationship with yourself and food and then that's when I came to learn about mindset and it has been an evolving journey for myself, which has evolved into having this entrepreneur journey to help other women. And that's how Strong with Melissa came about, which is my business of just women trying to find their own strong and really lead their life with strength uh, through nutrition, through proper movement and mindset. Awesome. And um, like, how, how did you decide like to bring, uh, I know we talked a little bit before the recording, why did you decide now to bring your business online and uh, 
you know, what, what was the catalyst yeah. to start everything? Yeah, what started it all? It was actually funny because you are into human, you do human design. Yes. That's what you do. So um, I found out that I was a manifestation, uh, man, I can't never say, a manigen. Manny so, Gen, yeah, yeah, like me. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Manny Gen. So I came to find that out, and I had a reading a couple of months ago. And for about, I had a reading, and about like about three years ago, I've been I've been at a gym for five years, and about three years ago, I was like, I started really wanting to like expand, but I was always scared. I was always afraid. I was always like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And then I became pregnant about, I'm almost nine months now. So I became pregnant about like nine months ago and it kind of really changed my life. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, it's, it's an awakening moment because it was changing my life. And when I found out that I was a manigen and I got my reading done, she asked me if there was something that I wanted to do that I haven't done, Right. And as a many gen, you kind of have like that, uh-huh, or that, no, like, I don't want to do yeah. those type of feeling. And I've always had that feeling like, yes, it's time for me to go. But I've always, always like the, my, my mind has always stopped me from doing that. My mind has always said, no, you're not ready. You're not ready. Yeah. And then after that reading, I was like, you know what? I am ready. Like, that's my, uh-huh. Like I have this, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a baby and I'm gonna have a whole new journey in the online space and I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> and, uh, and then I ended up giving my two weeks after that. And that's, I'm not, I haven't looked back since. <laughs> wow. And uh, how do you feel like, um, what is now your vision, your plan since I know you are about to, you know, become mom and, uh, bring also your business online what is your vision how do you envision the next uh, year or month yeah so i really envision and especially what i want to bring into the online space is awareness um for women especially for new moms um in the sense of how they can move their body through pregnancy and post pregnancy and also how can they feed their body so like the nutrition part of it and really the mindset work of it because it is so true when they do say that through pregnancy you go through a lot of hormonal changes um, and it's a very up and down type of um, relationship with yourself or even with others and navigating all that and it, it becomes really tough you know um, and that's kind of also where the self-love lies and all that so you can learn how to deep dive into it and then when that actually happens after pregnancy, like I don't know yet where I'm going to be, but I'm, I always feel like I'm one step or two steps in front of my clients. So wherever that takes me or whoever, however I'm going to navigate it, I'll be able to help my clients in the future very close by, you know? So like maybe I'm a couple weeks postpartum and they haven't had their baby yet, but I'll be there to help them go through their journey just as like I have been navigating on my own. So I really want to bring that into the online space because I feel like there is still a lot of uncertainty and there's still a lot of questions, especially for like postpartum moms and new moms. Yeah. There's unknown. Um, and I want to debunk a lot of things and a lot mm -hmm. of ideas that we have had for a long time, especially for like, post postpartum which is really big 
Um, and just being able to really go through that and being like in that holistic type of um, realm where women feel like it's okay to be where they're at. And I love helping women see that. And I love helping them feel like strong in their own possible way. Um, just because we are all strong in our own way. Yeah. And as you said, you know, I feel that um, the pregnancy and uh, the body postpartum is a huge, uh, still a huge deal for women. And yeah. we also get really, I mean, I'm not a mother, but I, we also get very distracted by all these you know famous uh, women that after birth they are like perfect in two weeks uh, with no belly and you're like why i'm not losing my weight <laughs> you know? yes yes and that's the biggest thing too and the biggest thing that i think you even talk about in the podcast is about like being okay where you are in each phase in your life and learning how to be okay with that. Right. And like, it's super, it's so tough. It's so difficult to be and just be like present instead of having to always look into the future. Mm. Uh, but we don't know where the future is going to take us. We don't know what's it going to be. We don't know what that future is going to look like. We don't even know if we're going to be here in a couple hours, you know? Yeah. So, it's really about finding that and being okay in the present moment for ourselves. So we could also be very present for everyone else in our life. Right. Totally. Totally. And, uh, since, uh, you know, you call, uh, yourself, uh, holistic health uh, practitioner, like how do you work with your clients? How do you differentiate yourself from like, let's say a fitness coach? What is your specialty? Okay, so my specialty is I really deep dive into the mindset and deep dive into mindset, especially when it comes to nutrition and fitness, because if we don't have those two, all three kind of together in that what we call that um trio right that triangle if we don't have all of those it, it's not you're not going to get where you want to be and the biggest thing is it makes it different because a lot of health coaches or nutrition coaches or anything like that they give you something that is like for short term so there's like six weeks that you do or it could be a couple of months or something but i really want to change their mindset so i really work in their mindset and i really work on their limiting beliefs that they have around food or any limitations that they have around fitness and training for themselves and about themselves so then they can really reach long-term success because i i always tell my clients i'm like i love that you work with me for a long time i've had clients for five years and i love them so much but i do tell them i do want you one day to feel like you know enough and that you feel like you don't need anyone else because you've learned so much through your own journey that you got this on your own like i want them to feel empowered and i want them to feel strong in every single way that they're like i have my habits down for my nutrition i know what i'm doing in training now and they might still need a coach just to do their programming, right? But they don't need someone in there like how I work with them in their mindset and everything like that. Awesome. And uh, what, like, what kind of shift uh, did you see in your client's life? 
Yeah. So I see a lot of shifts in the sense of like feeling like we're good enough. Right. So like in, especially when it comes to women, women are always doing, we're doing, we're doing like humans. We like to always do more than probably we need to do. Um, that's how we've always been seen. Right. So we can do it all as women. Um, but we also forget to just be ourselves, be in our moment, be in our time and take time for us and fill up our own cup. So what I have really, really shifted for a lot of my clients, it's for them to start putting themselves first so that they can help other people afterwards. And that was also my big, big like shifting moment for me because I always wanted to do things for other people and I always wanted to feel validated by other people, but I always felt um, like my cup was half empty. I never mm -hmm. felt like, like it was half full, right? So when I really started to shift that around my life, I started then teaching that to clients and it has been super, super helpful, especially for women that have had, that have had kids that are over 20 or that they're 15 or whatever age they are. But when they can start looking at that and they're like, wow, when I start putting myself first and I start really focusing on better nutrition and I really start focusing on slowing down in my life and I really start focusing on bettering my training and actually having put time into my training instead of telling myself that I don't have time because I always have to do other things for other people, I have time for me, then they can actually start really feeling that self-love because they're creating that time and space for themselves. Mm. Beautiful. And uh, what would you say like uh, is the biggest uh, challenge uh, that women face uh, in their body, in their nutrition, in their self-love with their body? Oh, yeah, it's like, it's like quieting the noise, right? Because it's really hard when we have so many outliers out there like we have the tv we have magazines we have social media especially social media now we have instagram videos we have instagram um freaking pictures right that they're filtered and all that stuff and it's like one of the biggest things to really kind of look at is quieting the noise on how other people look like or how other people view, view their life and it's like actually looking into your own journey and really seeing what you are doing in order to really, again, find your own strong and really lead your own life with strength. Like, how can you do that and allow yourself to do that? You have to quiet the noise around you. And that's the only way you're going to really be able to deep dive into the self-love that you have for yourself. It just it doesn't happen magically overnight, but it takes time and work but it has to be like an introvert type of thing. Like you have to go inside of your body and really deep dive into your emotions every single day and allow yourself to also feel those negative emotions instead of people sometimes push them away. So we push away the feelings of not feeling good enough or looking at ourselves in the mirror, not liking what we see, but it's also reminding ourselves that that's who we are at that time. And why do we feel that way? Like, about us what was our trigger how can i make it better how can i change that so that's kind of really really big 
um, to do and work around it. And that's how you really reach that kind of self-love. Um, and it's a slow process and it's a slow progress, but it's still a progress no matter what. Yes. I love it. Yay. <laughs> I love yeah. that. What is, what is for you, like, what does it mean for you self-love in your life, uh, in your relationship, in your business, with your body? Self-love, what does it mean to me? Self-love is just being okay where I'm at at the moment, but also allowing myself to know that I could always feel better or do better or do more or create more and never settle. Right. So like for me, like self-love is something that you have and you achieve, but it's also something that you never stop looking for and you never stop said, like you never settle for anything. Like you're like, okay, I love myself. I'm going to stop here. Or I really um, have reached like a new height in my fitness or I deadlifted like 200 pounds and I want to stop. No, it's like, oh, wow, I really love the strength that I have that I actually was able to do 200. But how will it look like if I can lift 215? Mm. Or Or how would it look like if I could actually maybe better my meditation time? Or how would it look like or how would I feel if I worried or carried myself better? Like, how would that look like for me? And not settling. And that's how you reach that self-love because it's never settling for whatever you have. It's always wanting more, but also being okay where you are at the moment. Yes, totally. Because we need to learn uh, how to live in the present moment and be okay with uh, where we are to move forward. Exactly, and not settling, and not settling for, for something that, we see we're like okay yeah i'm happy where i'm at which is great that's amazing you reach happiness where you're at but how else how could you also get more out of it like how could you create more and that's what women do like we as women we never settle or we shouldn't settle we shouldn't feel the need to settle um because we always want to feel like our life is full and one way that that could happen is by not settling yes and do you find that, I don't know if you have worked with men, but do you find differences between the way men approach the subject? Yes. Yeah, so I've worked with men before. I still have some men clients because mm-hmm. I worked with them for so long. I worked for them for years. Um, and for men, it's a little different because men are more in the sense of, well, one, they like to hide their feelings. <laughs> don't really talk about them and it's it takes time for them to actually see that but their men are really tough on themselves men are extremely extremely tough on themselves and we think that men um kind of don't have those feelings or those thoughts because maybe they don't feel all of it but they do feel a lot of emotions but they don't know how to navigate them Mm. so one of the biggest things that i have um showed my clients and have been able to kind of help them navigate a little bit it's kind of their feelings of being okay where they're at again maybe they're not seeing whatever they're doing in like they're lifting right so like let's say i had a client last week who we were had we were on a call and he was very upset about um getting like he didn't get a certain number of 
repetitions in a bench press. And I reminded him that he did this weight like a couple of months ago, but when we were looking at it, it was like two reps less than what he was doing now. So then he was like, oh, was it? Like he didn't remember, he didn't think of it because he was just looking at that moment in time and that present time and he didn't feel good enough. But I was like, you are still strong and you're getting stronger, right? You have, you're doing more, two more reps than you did a couple months ago. And at the same weight, like that's already telling you you're stronger than you were two months ago. And then he was like, oh, I don't have, I didn't look at that. One of the biggest things that I feel like men do is they don't really look at the, like before, they always look at the present time or how they want their future to look like. Mm. So I always try to shift their mindset into like, remember when this was difficult. Remember when you didn't have this nutrition habit. Remember when you didn't have this bench press down. Remember when you couldn't even lift this weight. And then when you start telling and, at, and like asking them these questions, they start reflecting and they're like, oh, wow, okay, I do remember that. And it feels like it's a lifetime ago, but you're so right. And then they start really focusing and changing their mindset there. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. It- do you also help your partner with his uh, routine or he does, uh, you know, he also is into fitness? <laughs> yeah. So he's into fitness a lot. He's like a bodybuilder at heart. Um, he's into fitness and we do it, but it's also, it's difficult because when you have a a partner it's difficult to navigate that relationship of a, like when do you turn off your coach right <laughs> so when do i turn off my own coach um so sometimes what i have been doing is i just listen to him and i just listen to what he needs at that time and i ask him i'm like do you want me to help you in this and if he says no then i won't do it and if he says yes then i will help him in whatever way he he needs help and navigate Um, just because again, it's like, it's such a fine line of when you are coaching and the personal relationship you have with that person and you don't want them to feel like, oh, I can't come to you because I always have the coach. I never have the person that I can just tell my things to. Right. So I want to be there as the person he wants to tell me things, but I also want to be there for him to keep navigating and really creating his own life the way he wants to um and even men men go through a lot of body issues and everything that women don't really think about that happens but they do mm. yeah i can imagine yes it's my huge. husband is more concerned with this body than myself you know <laughs> yes yes yeah yeah they're like oh wow i don't look good in this shirt And then, oh, wow, I don't look good in these pants or, oh, oh, wow, I don't look good in this. And you're like, I have, I don't even know if I look good in this shirt or not. I just put it on. Um, (laughs) But yeah, men are really concerned and it's something too. And that's also why I still coach some men because it is needed out there for men to be coached, especially in that mindset. Like Like I've been talking about just because men for so long, and for so many years, they're always told not to feel. They're always told mm-hmm. to hide their feelings and they're always told not to show them. 
and they need to navigate them on their own and they don't have to navigate them on their own. They just need to learn how to navigate them better. Yes, totally. And uh, what has been for you, Melissa, like your biggest challenge so far with your business? Oh, my biggest challenge for my business and my business as a, as a many gen. Exactly. That I, was the second question. Like, how is, how, how is your life now that you discovered to be a manifesting generator? Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was crazy because I always, for so many years, like I've always had other options. Like I've always been the person that does like I have an A plan, B plan, C plan, D plan, E plan. Like I always have plans, 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 plans. Um, and I finally have let go of that as I learned about being a manager. Um, and I have actually like learned that it's okay to have all these different loves for certain things, right? And being good at all these things, but also being like, uh-huh this feels really good right now or no like I should not be doing this right now which has been a huge huge turning point for me because I always would just do it anyway like if it didn't feel good if it felt icky if it felt gross like I still did it anyway because I was like I need to do this and it's not about the need anymore but it's like about the want and when I know, like now as a many gen, like when I feel it in my soul, like I feel it and I feel it in my gut stomach, like, yes, this is it. That's when my creativity comes in. And that's when I feel the most creative and the best. And it doesn't feel forced anymore. It's not an energy of force. Um, and that has been the huge turnaround as I left the gym. When I left the gym, like I finally feel like free and I finally feel like creative and I finally feel like I can just I can do anything in my life right which is huge for me because I never really felt that way and I'm just like I will it would have every whatever is going to happen is going to happen and allowing myself for that to happen instead of having to always force things to happen I don't want the force anymore mm. and how do you like uh, mix uh your multi-passionate self so how do i mix it like how do you how do you bring this multi-passionate self into your business now that you know you are a manifesting generator Uh, yeah like i ask myself like now i really try to like i i'm still learning a lot about it because design is definitely very confusing Um, it's super confusing, but it's really cool to have people like you that really dive into it because it's like a very like unknown realm for a lot of people, but it's super cool when you find like your home again. Right. So just even being able to let go of like the gym that I had for so long in the back of my pocket, because I never felt comfortable enough to do it on my own, being able to let go of that, that has been huge for me because that has been shifting to the manager that I am. Um, and trying to let go of the do so much has also been like, a, like really life-changing for me. And just being able to just take everything one step at a time and one day at a time, which that's what I tell my clients every day when we go into nutrition and fitness and mindset work, 
I always tell them it's always one step at a time to never just look at the future, but look at where they are right now. And then when they look back into that future that they have already achieved, whatever they were looking for, they look back and they're like, wow, I changed my life completely. And that's how I want to be and how I want to live my life. Hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, totally. And let's see what your baby will, will come up like, if it will be a projector, a manifestor. I'm, I'm, now I'm so curious to know. I know. I'm yes. super curious. I'm like, when he is born and he has his like date, I'm going to put him right away so I learn what the heck he's going to be because it's super cool. Like, that's something else that I'm learning that obviously, like, we are all like, like whatever it is in human design but we also can navigate our relationship so much better when we learn about the other person and how can we navigate together so it's super cool because when you get to know if they're a projector a generator or a manager even you get to learn all these like open centers and all these like really cool things that you never imagined they were possible and it's so yeah. cool and, uh, you know, you, that, the, the beautiful thing is that now that you have this knowledge, uh, you know, you can really raise your baby in a very, very conscious way. Yes, yes, yes. That's the point. And that's the point. And that's also why I decided again, like going into this venture of entrepreneurship completely while I was pregnant and trying to navigate that into like new motherhood, which a lot of people would be really afraid of, right? And they'd be really scared of. But that also is where the self-love lies because I believe in myself and I believe in the possibilities that I can create and I believe what I can do um, and I feel empowered, right? Instead of feeling like, oh no, I can't do that or I'm not good enough. I, I shouldn't do that at this time. And I've, I've been able to let go of those feelings so I could actually embrace who I am and actually do both of them at the same time instead of having to do one or the other. Yeah, totally, totally. What a gift. Yeah, we're very, it's, it's again, it's like sometimes, sometimes it feels like it's obviously scary. It's definitely so scary. It's so scary to take the leap. It's so, it's so, oh my God, because you don't know what's, on the other side, right? But then when you take that leap and then it feels good and it feels like you're home, then you know you're doing something right. Yeah, totally. And uh, how do you, like what would be, what would be your best uh, advice uh, that you have received so far in your business and in your life? Oh, the best advice. I actually um, love one of my coaches. So I don't know if you've heard of her. I think, you, yes, you have. You're in the group, the Alpha Femme group. Yes. Uh, but Melanie Ann Lair, like when I met Melanie Ann Lair, or like when I met her online, if you want to say that, um, I listened to her on a podcast and it completely started shifting my mind. And I was like, who is this woman? But I have taken a couple of her courses and one of her courses, she says, um, she's like, life isn't happening to us, but it's happening for us. Mm-hmm. How do I want that life to be remembered as? And when 
she really like brought that in. That's kind of also where the Manny Jen came in. And that's how I'm also learning about it because that's kind of how Manny Jens are. They're like, okay, like, how do I feel this? Like, am I going to feel this? Like, yes, it's an instant yes. Or is it like a no? Right. And then being able to let go of that and being able to be okay with letting go of that and not forcing anything. And the same thing with like life and not having to force life anymore and not having to feel like things are happening to us, but they're happening for us because it's lessons. Like when people end up getting hurt or having like any in the sense of like getting hurt at the gym or getting hurt, um, like let's say like running or getting an injury or something. I always talk to my clients on this mindset of it because it's so big because they're like, why is this happening to me right now? This is not the way, this is not supposed to be this way. But I talk to them and I tell them, I'm like, hey, like instead of thinking like life is happening to you right now and this injury is happening to you, how is it happening for you? Like maybe it's not the time right now for this to happen or you have to prove it. Like you have to prove that you really want to achieve what you really are trying to achieve. And that's what life is about is always again about not settling and about having sometimes to prove because it might come effortlessly one time, but it might not come effortlessly the other time. And you have to prove that time. And then that's when you really change kind of who you are. So it's been a lot into like the, like Melanie has really changed that for me. And I have really shifted that into again, the nutrition and kind of the fitness realm and stuff like that too. Mm, love it. Awesome. And Melissa, so where my listeners can connect with you, find more about you, get to know you better. Yes. Yeah, so I would love for everyone to just um, follow along, but if you are on Facebook, you can just find me in my personal page. I love connecting with everyone. Um, and it's just Melissa Mejia. Mm -hmm. um, if you go to um, Instagram, my Instagram handle, it's I am strong with Melissa. And if you want to just kind of go on the website and find me and find who I am a little bit more deeply in my website, um, then in programs that I have and stuff like that, then you can go to www.strongwithmelissa.com. Mm. Awesome. Yes, so, I love that. Thank you so much. Thank for you for having us. And uh, we are looking forward to get to know your little baby. Hmm. I'm so excited. Yeah, I can't wait. And then we can talk about the human design, his human design. Which exactly. Is <laughs> Thank you so much again, Melissa. Thank Bye. you so much for having me. Bye, Melissa.